I need new music. This is the JJO Discover New Music Podcast. Madison Solid Rock 94.1 JJO. I'm Brock and my guest for JJO Discover New Music this week is Sam Kiska of Greta Van Fleet. And the new release Starcatcher is what we're highlighting this week on Discover New Music. I want to start with this because this is the third studio album, quote unquote. But for me, uh, it feels uh, like more because, in my opinion, the whirlwind ride of Greta Van Fleet that we've been on since Black Smoke Rising, uh, the EP was dropped in 2016. Does it feel that way for the band, you know, with Starcatcher? Almost like you've put more miles on musically with the two EPs and now the third official studio album? Yeah, I think in a, in a lot of ways, uh, that first, you know, eight song, we called it a double EP, mm-hmm. uh, that very much to us felt like an album mm-hmm. already. Uh, so it's almost like Starcatcher is the, the fourth uh but as far as yeah, the evolution goes, yeah, talk about mileage, literal <laughs> mileage. We've been all over the world since you know our first EP. Uh, we've played hundreds and hundreds of shows mm-hmm. for you know hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of people mm-hmm. by now. And yeah, I, I, we haven't lost the thrill, the, yeah. the thrill of the ride, the thrill of uh, the creation of, of music. And for Starcatcher, we actually wanted to kind of simplify. Uh, when we, the whole idea was to kind of go back to our absolute roots, mm-hmm. like like we would be in the garage growing up when I was, you know, thirteen years old, and the other guys were sixteen. <laughs> uh, so we were kind of trying to capture uh, the energy of the band right out of the gate. So half of the album was really like written in the studio, mm. and uh, as usual, we pulled things from the shelf, dusted them off, and shined them up and kind of made made new things out of them. So this was like the easiest album to make. It was really a lot of fun. Maybe because you guys had to grow up so fast as soon as Highway Tune took off. And again, like you said, you guys were just blasted out there and really haven't slowed down since. Uh, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you, you maybe got to go back and find a little bit of that innocence that you maybe could have held on a little bit longer if it wasn't for this meteoric rise with this new album. Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose so. I think just looking at life and the most simple of ways uh, in our function is to create. Mm-hmm. We love to create things and we love to bounce things off of each other creatively. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, adding in Dave Cobb, the producer, also was like having another mind uh, and, a, and a different opinion and, you know, kind of tossing in some things that we wouldn't have thought of mm-hmm. and stylizing Greta Van Fleet in a slightly different context here for Starcatcher. And, uh, yeah, but I think it lended itself to possibly being the most energetic of our <laughs> albums, just based off of just the simplicity of, of how it was intended to be captured. You know, we would go out after working for a few hours on some, on some tunes, and then we would, you know, get like a, a really yummy dinner and uh, <laughs> come back with a couple of bottles of wine and, you know, be, be sipping some wine and, you know, sitting around in, in a circle. And a lot of the stuff was kind of recorded like that, where we were just sitting around in the, in the studio in, R, in RCA Studio A 
and it's this huge room, this huge old room from the early 60s. <laughs> and, yeah, we had the drum kit set up. We have our headphones on. We have guitars out. We have all the amps in the same room, too, which yeah. is very unconventional yeah. for, you know, today's recording techniques. But if you look back of, like, videos of the Rolling Stones in the studio, they're doing that same exact thing mm-hmm. where they have the drums and then they have what's essentially a giant couch cushion in front of them <laughs> to kind of block some things off. But that not only makes for a really live, honest-sounding album, but also just that's how music is supposed to be meant to you know, be made, yeah. where we're all sitting around together tossing ideas out, and we're not separated by you know walls or glass or anything. So yeah. I think you can kind of hear that on the record as well. And you mentioned your producer, uh, Dave Cobb, I believe you said, and Brit- Bringing him in and, and getting that that whole new opinion, that new view, that outside perspective. Again, you guys musically, the whole band, your brothers, you're talented beyond your years musically. But it sounds like you're still finding and learning things, even with this latest album in Starcatcher. New things musically, maybe that that you wouldn't have picked up before, or finding new new places to improve and mature in your sound. Yeah, I think it's really about exploring. At yeah. the end of the day, it's about keeping our course set for places that we've not been hmm. because you know we could do the same album over and over but it wouldn't be interesting to us and I honestly don't think it'd be interesting to anybody else <laughs> uh, it's like a living thing uh, without getting you know too waxing poetic <laughs> I think it's a it's a very much growing thing like Greta Van Fleet is its own life like a tree and when that tree you know hits max maturity it stops growing and there's only one thing left to do and that's to you know start decaying and dying and uh it's just like the human brain it's just like the human you have to keep going you have to Mm -hmm. keep exploring finding new things uh so i that's that's always what we're trying to do is not make the same album twice and kind of put greta van fleet the four of us in different circumstances like like this uh, because for this album, we actually met with a couple other producers just to see hmm. if there were, you know, other avenues we wanted to explore as far as Starcatcher went. But we just we went in for a couple of test days with Dave, and he understood it. He understood what we wanted to do. So it was just after the first day, we're like, "This is it. Let's make the album this way." It was very spur of the moment, mm-hmm. and he was really good at actually capturing stuff where we were caught off guard really Um, because we would overthink things a lot (laughs) i think we overthought things on the previous album in some you know circumstances like oh let's let's retake that guitar solo you know for the 12th time it's like you know the greatest guitar solo was take two you know because the freshness was there the energy was there listen rate Share, subscribe, discover new music now at WJJO.com, in the JJO app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rock has a new interview every Thursday evening between 6 and 7. 941 JJO. I need new music. This is the JJO Discover New Music Podcast.
It's uh, you and your two older brothers, Josh and Jake. You're the younger brother, so pecking order, it usually goes that way. But having that kind of dynamic with three brothers in there, some may say, boy, that seems like it would be a lot of fighting. I'm not saying you don't have disagreements, but what's special about that dynamic with maybe being on the same wavelength, understanding each other musically? Talk about that dynamic of the three brothers and, and what that brings. I think it's really just intrinsic syncopation where we're all on the same wavelength because we've, you know, we were raised together. So we've always been on the same wavelength. Yeah. And so we have this intrinsic communication that doesn't require any words. Uh, but I think that the best, the, the, the most important part about Greta Van Fleet is it's, you know, checks and balances where if one thing isn't the way that everybody wants it to be, then we either have to compromise mm-hmm. or come up with something new or bail on whatever that particular microcosm is. Hmm. Uh, so it's very it's very harshly democratic in the band. I think it really, you know, the brotherly bond between everybody really lends itself nicely to uh, maintaining an open and honest dialogue, yeah. especially creatively. You know, so nobody's afraid to say, like, that sounds like, you know, <laughs> that sounds like generic yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, So. So there will always be that friction within the band, but it's a very healthy thing. You know, you always hear about bands with brothers in them being, like, you know, uh, violent. Yeah, or, you look at Oasis or, you know, even uh, uh, Black Crows. It's like, God, if you guys could just get along, we could have some more music here, you know? Yeah, exactly. You know, I think going back to the Midwestern thing, the way that we were raised was just so wholesome and, yeah. and honest and sweet that, you know, in fact, Family is pretty much above everything. Right. So from from there, that's been, you know, branded into our brains from the time we could walk. So I think, you know, family is really important to us, and we tolerate each other quite yeah. well, considering <laughs> the circumstances. And right. to be honest, we have a lot of fun. I think that, you know, between Josh, Jake, and Daniel, there's no other people that I would prefer to spend time with. Uh, well, I love it, and we're so excited that everything is copacetic and, and happy family because now we have a brand new album, Starcatcher, to enjoy. Uh, again, out now from Greta Van Fleet, the third studio album. Do you have a uh, favorite track on there? Maybe one that that really speaks to you. I think that uh, Fate of the Faithful really came out very well, and the the reason I love it so much, and the reason I think it's so quintessentially. Greta Van Fleet is because we went out to our cabin outside of Nashville where we set up, you know, all the, the drums and amps and recording equipment and whatnot and kind of get an idea of the direction we're headed. Jake brought in this B-Bender Telecaster. For those who don't know, it's when you pull the strap up, it bends a note on the guitar and it kind of sounds like a lap steel like you'd hear in like country music. Oh, cool. And... And he was playing with that, and so, you know, new toy, yeah. he's inspired by it, and he writes this riff, you know, he writes that that bend, that bendy riff mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then I kind of come in and put a chord progression underneath that, 
and Daniel immediately knows what to do there. And then, so essentially the whole song was written in about 20 or 30 minutes. Oh, and Josh was in the kitchen, uh, you know, cooking everybody dinner. And he, you know, says, hey, how about you do the bum, 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 bum kind of notes. And that was an, another, you know, whole idea. So the reason I love it so much is everybody contributed to it in mm-hmm. such a way that it, we just kind of built it as yeah. it was as it was evolving we were kind of like it was it's almost like uh, this, this clay was dropping you know from the ceiling we're just pushing it up and kind of building something and um so yeah I, and we kind of ventured into territory there that we've never we've never done a song quite like that yeah. and the rhythms and the lack of guitar playing in some spots make it very very uh, aggressive yeah. so that's that's why that's one of my favorite tracks I love it I love it that's such a cool story I'm glad we got to hear that uh, well again we're so excited brand new uh, from uh, from Greta Van Fleet Starcatcher now I don't want to go all James Lipton actor studio on you but I do have a question especially with you guys because you have so much of a career ahead of you so I like to ask it's uh, you know 30 years from now uh, you guys, uh, you got 20 albums, you got a bunch of Grammys, you know, you shoe-ins for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, what have you, with Greta Van Fleet. What's going to stand out to you when you when you remember this album? It's almost like this is uh, the most realized Greta Van Fleet record. It's the most aggressive uh, Greta Van Fleet record. So it really feels to me after we, you know, after we started working on Starcatcher just for, you know, a few weeks, it was like, okay, this is something that is almost like a coming of age for Greta Van Fleet. And I, I did say that about the previous album, but now it feels like we went from black and white to, you know, Kodachrome color vision. <laughs> and it feels like the entire universe kind of opened up sonically. And also what we're doing live is completely different. Stages all over the arenas, and we're consistently touring in arenas, and we're very comfortable there. Yeah. And we have different sets, and you know, Josh has really come into his own with, with his, you know, ability to, you know, harness his inner Elvis, <laughs> uh, that kind of thing. Yeah. And you know, I also blowing stuff up on stage. I think really <laughs> kind of helps the, <laughs> the show. Uh, but yeah, I, to answer your question, short story long. Yeah. I think that it's kind of. It's kind of a a, a real lie, a realization yeah. to the beauty of authenticity of rock and roll. I love it, man. I love it. Well, we're so happy it's out now again. Starcatcher, the third studio album from Greta Van Fleet. Uh, and uh, go get it if you haven't yet. And then go see the guys live uh, because they're going to blow you away, man. And uh, literally now with Pyrotechnics. That's great. That's fantastic. Uh, yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> Wear your rain parka, too. Oh, might be a surprise. I love it. I love it. Uh, all right. Before <laughs> I let you go, uh, we're going to end with rapid fire. I do this with everyone. There's no wrong answers. You just go with your gut. Uh, let's start with with this one everybody wang chung or everybody was kung fu fighting kung fu fighting okay uh got a good ring to it i like it i like it billy idol or billy corgan i have to say billy idol all right all right going a little a little older that's all right both great flintstone push pop or choco taco uh, push pop for sure. Those were great. Uh, if you had too many, though, remember it turns your poop orange. You ever? Do you remember that? I don't know. Maybe that was just me. Maybe that was just me. Uh, <laughs> um, I believe you. <laughs> hey, mom! I think I'm sick. No, you just had too many push pops. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> soaked jeans or damp socks? 
Ah, uh, geez. I've been in both situations, uh, <laughs> jumping into pools at uh, unplanned times. So I'm going to have to say wet socks. I can put up with, with a little bit longer. All right, a little bit better. Was this maybe at, like, hotel parties, doing that rock star stuff? or? Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the best part is it was at the Sunset Marquee in L.A. I so it was, that. like, the place where, you know, like, the, the doors were hanging out. Right, and, you know, right. Cream and, you know, all the, all the classic L.A you know, people. So that was, it, it was necessary. Yeah, of course. Me. I'd be upset if you didn't do it there, man. <laughs> me too. Would you rather fight a man with bear arms or a bear with man arms? A bear with man arms because the bear claw is designed to be a meat hook. And uh, if you've ever seen Revenant, uh, <laughs> then I think you would have to agree. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you thought that one through, and I appreciate it. I really do. I really yeah. do. All right, uh, Sam, thank you for humoring me. More importantly, thank you for taking the time and chatting new music. Starcatcher from Greta Van Fleet out now. Uh, Sam, we love you guys. Thank you so much for the time, brother. Well, we love you too. Thank you so much, Brock. Listen, rate, share, subscribe. Discover new music now at WJJO.com, in the JJO app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rock has a new interview every Thursday evening between 6 and 7. 941 JJO.